0: Are you ready? Clap. Welcome to another episode of Kitsikass. I think it's episode number five, and I never thought we would get here. And I will say this for every single episode that I never thought we we're going to get here. I just noticed that this cup, Stanley cup, whatever this is called, is broken, and it's going to piss you off. So I'm going to turn it the other way. and I'm going to piss you off even more by grabbing it here instead of grabbing it for the handle for people who are watching on video. So if you're listening to this in audio form, I'm also posting it in video form on youtube.com. If you're watching this in video form, you can also go to kitsa.io/pod and listen to it in podcast form. So welcome to another episode, Topics of the Day. The main topic of the day is going to be scheduling, calendar, issues, problems. What happens if you have a blank calendar and you get to design your day, trying to plan your day with a baby, hectic routines, blah, blah, blah. It's mostly going to be about scheduling habits, routines, and why you and me don't get our things done, even though we plan that we got to get are things done. Those are going to be the main things and I would love if I can touch on why CO2 in your room is actually killing you even though you open your window many times per day. But first before we go to the topics we're going to go slightly into review of what happened this weekend How are, how is it going with the habits with the weight. Let's just celebrate this. I have the whiteboard in here. Let's just celebrate that your boy has crossed the number 96 on the board. Round of applause. I'm going to applaud so 96, I think I'm 96 point, uh, something, point four, point five. but I'm happy that I saw number six. Uh, I've been doing the walking, as you can see, 10K walking every day. I did strength, strength training twice last week and I have a kind of bet with Peter Levels that if I don't work out three times per week, I need to send him 100 euros, but this is the second week that I haven't done it. He kind of forgets about it because he honestly doesn't give a shit about it and hopefully he will forget about it and I don't have to send him money. I had a similar bet with my trainer that if I eat bad food, I'm going to send them, first to start off with 10 euros, but then we got to 50 euros. And then I just didn't stop. I would eat bad food and just send them 50 euros. And I'm like, this is not financially, like this is idiotic. I'm not losing weight. And this fucker is like I, his best client ever. He loved me because I was sending him money for free. So all of these bets and stuff with people doesn't work. I've been thinking about doing the ultimate bet. There's a website, what was it called? Something with B, Beminder, I think something like that. So I was thinking of placing like, I don't know, like a huge amount of money, maybe 5,000 euros, maybe 10,000 euros there. And they literally can connect your Apple health. And I mean, you can fake it in a way if you really want the money back. But I think I wouldn't do that. If you don't do the thing by X date, by let's say 30th of March, they're going to keep your money. But if you do the thing, you get your money back. So I've been thinking of setting something automatic like that. But for now, the plan is working. As you can see, the weight is going down. And let's see, hopefully I won't have to pay that much money. So reminder to walk with me if you're struggling to losing weight, if you're also working on your fitness journey or whatever, but you don't have any fitness routine, now is the time. Like right now, pause this if it's on your TV, on your computer. Just walk outside, put on the headphones, but still listen to it. That That's the point. You listen to this podcast while you walk, you start forming a habit and comment in the comments if you're actually doing this. I'll be really proud of you if you actually do that. No one has sent me a video yet with a question. I'm yet waiting for the first video question. People are sending me questions in comment form, but send me a video somewhere with a question. I'll make sure to include you in the in the video podcast. So conferences I'm going to. This is a new thing. I'm going to, God, what is it called? Congress Next.js. It's, it's a horrible name for a conference. Honestly, organizers, if you're watching this, listening, it's, it's a horrible name. It's Congress Next.js something in Warsaw, January, um, February 1st. So I'm going to be in Warsaw for a couple of days. That's going to be interesting because we're going to be traveling with the baby for the first time. So we got to figure out, we haven't gotten a carrier yet to carry the baby. We don't have a travel cot, I think it's called, where the baby's going to sleep because we still don't want the baby sleeping with it with us. And uh, a bunch of other shit we need to get in order to travel with the baby. It's going to be interesting. I'm still pushing it, you know, in my brain. I'm like, ah, oh, there's time. There's like two more weeks before we travel and I haven't been at a conference for a while. So it's it's going to be a wild ride. I think I'm going to, I hope I'm going to vlog that experience. It's going to be fun. So that's it. Let's look at the Benji review. Let's look at the Benji of you and how things were going. I'm scared to share you my screen here because it's red as a motherfucker. For someone who makes a habit app, like it shouldn't look like this. Let's just scroll through the day. I mean, it's not bad. The main habits are being done. You know, I haven't even showered today. So when that will happen. I'm planning after this podcast to go on a one-hour walk. Because I'm totally in control of my schedule. I'm going to finish this at 9.30. Then I'm going to go for a one-hour walk. Then maybe I'll do sauna. Maybe I'll shower. And definitely I'll go to bed on time. Kidding. I'm not. But everything is messy. And we're going to dive into it, into this episode. Why is it messy? Um, Like a football player who went in Miami for some reason. For money reasons. um, Yeah, so the habits are not going that good. Let's just start with the weekend. Saturday, I slept. Like, I don't know what happened. I think I, I stayed until 1.30 or something. And I woke up. Uh, Yeah, the baby had, uh, my daughter had um, stomach issues. She had some stomach cramps and she's been crying very loudly. So let's connect that to the fact like people are asking me, how's it going with the baby? How do you sleep and blah, blah, blah. So, so far has been amazing as I've mentioned it, but I got two, like I got a couple of life hacks. So my wife wakes up to breastfeed the baby because she is breastfeeding. We're not giving her formula. We're not giving her bottle. Sometimes we're giving her bottle, um, but like at night she gets breastfed. So what's going on is that my wife needs to wake up. It used to happen like twice per night. Now it's only once per night. And like I want her to have the freedom to maybe breastfeed in the bedroom or breastfeed. We have like a, we made our special nursing room where she can go to. It's across the bedroom. But sometimes she wants to, you know, she changes uh, the baby in the, in the bedroom and stuff. So I want her to turn on the lights and not care about me. So I started wearing a sleep mask and I got so used to the sleep mask. Previously, I was obsessed with this um, blackout curtains. So we have curtains. Um, so, we got blackout curtains, but the designer who designed the bedroom, because for the first time in our lives, we didn't, we always had shitty bedrooms because we rented forever and we never bothered with the furniture in the bedroom. Like, you move into an apartment, it is what it is, whatever the landlord put there. We never bothered to have a nice bedroom. Like, we would put a, I don't know, a fucking candle around, you know, and a, a dream catcher. We haven't put a dream catcher, but so we would just put basic things in a bedroom and we would call it a day. So, when we moved into this house, we actually wanted to swap the previous owner's bedroom. With the child room. So now the child room became the bedroom. And we were like. Let's just not throw a bunch of Ikea furniture in this. Let's actually hire a designer. The entire thing cost shit ton of money. The end result is actually great. Like the bedroom looks amazing. Until summer came around. And then we realized. Oh that's why the previous owner said. They had the bedroom in the other side of the house. Because it was we. Ve- it's so cool in there. Like when you open that room. And the summer breeze like who hits you. It's it's so nice and cold. And you, The bedroom is cool scorching like but we didn't know that while we were renovating while we were making the room it was nice and breezy as soon as the contract was finished the next morning, sunrise 26, 27 degrees is freaking boiling in that room. So we screwed up, the rooms are swapped right now whatever you're gonna do we're not gonna switch the room. next summer, actually this summer I have to figure out solutions how to make that room not heat up. The podcast should be called tangents on tangents or tangents because I have no idea how I ended up talking about bedroom renovation. Yeah, I was talking about the blackout curtains. So the designer had some fancy freaking curtain thing and uh, she didn't want to get 100% blackout shades. So we got like 70, 80%, which the light still goes in. And in the previous apartment, when you go in the bedroom, it's the fucking bat cave. You cannot see anything except Batman. He was sleeping between me and my wife. It, it made our mar- marriage complex. But it, uh, it was great for sleeping. My aura Ring showed 100% sleep scores. Now... You can see 70% of the light and the worst part is on the two sides of the curtain like there's still lighting coming and boy that first night here the night straight into uh, the night. Yeah, the night went straight into my face. The dark night. Batman. That This is getting weird the Batman story. Sleeping between us and he like it's weird. Anyway, light like the sun coming straight on my face and I realize the blackout curtain doesn't help. We cannot get a wider curtain because that's the fucking width of it. It's annoying. And at the perfect time, like my YouTube algorithm is showing me the most random shit. So it showed me what Emma Watson, (laughs) this is hilarious, dude, what am I doing with my life? What Emma Watson, why am I sharing my screen? What, (laughs) sorry, what Emma Watson has in her purse. And she had a mask and it, my brain is blanking out right now. But hopefully someone will remind me and I'll put a comment in the description. It's drowsy, it's called drowsy. The drowsy mask. And she was like, I cannot wear any other mask because I'm making a billion dollars from Harry Potter movies and those three other unimportant movies I made in my life except Beauty and the Beast. So I have money to spend on. This mask was 70 freaking euros. And like I've tried other sleep masks. Like I had a bunch of, you know, from conferences and places and blah, blah, blah. But you can feel them like they strain, you know, those rubber thingies, they strain on your face and you can feel the weight. And it's like uncomfortable to sleep with a sleep mask. I never, I started doing it, but I never liked it. And when I saw those and I'm like, She's the queen, right? She has a billion freaking dollars, Emma Watson. So if she says this is the mask, she endorses a brand, your boy's gonna buy it. So I bought the mask and, dude, I said, you know, a few podcasts ago that I felt like a goddess. When you clean your face, you moisturize, and then you put a fucking silk mask on your face, bye-bye. You wake up glowing. You wake up with an aura around you. You go to bed, you know how dick it is in the middle of the night, like there's a sound or whatever, and instead of like a normal person just looking there, how... I don't know how to call it, passive aggressive or whatever. Is it just to turn around and you take off your sleep mask like this and you're like, oh, what's going on? It's so dick. I feel like I'm, I don't know how to explain it. But for blocking out light, you don't feel this thing. So if you're bothered by light and you cannot sleep at night, and that rhyme because I'm Lil Wayne, you definitely should get this drowsy mask. And I found another brand today, which was also expensive as fuck. I forgot what is the brand name. I put in my bookmarks. I'm like, what? in maybe I can change them every once in a while. And it had two weird things like, for the first time I see a mask like that, Like it actually like it goes in a weird way in your eyes or whatever. But I like the drowsy. Point is, let's not make this too long. I like the drowsy. Like You cannot feel it at night and it blocks the light. So step number one is light, meaning I block it and my wife can do whatever she wants at night if she needs to, I don't know, breastfeed, change the baby, whatever she needs to do at night. She can turn on, on the lights and I don't feel anything. Second thing is the baby, my daughter, my... I am a proud, proud father, fa- proud, proud father. Far suddenly went British on this podcast, right? Would you like some bottle of water? That's why they call it "boch If you type "boch wok, you get bottle of water in British. So I'm a proud father because she'll be babbling like me, dude, and even more. In the first few months, she wasn't crying at night, but she would start, I don't know, sometimes 6.30, 7.30, like she would just start babbling. And it was so hilarious was like, oh, like she's trying to say something like, oh, my God, crypto is going down. Bitcoin, there's an issue with Bitcoin. Daddy, you shouldn't invest in money in Bitcoin. She was saying some things, you know, and it's annoying if you're planning to wake up around 730 and 8. I know this is first world baby problems because mo- most babies are screaming, but it was annoying to wake up at 530, 630 because she decided to talk in her sleep. So I found this headphones They're called Anchor. Let me find the name. Anchor Sleep A10. So I saw them in Matt Diavella's video. If you don't know Matt, what are you even doing watching me, dude? Pause this video, close your tab, go watch Matt Diavella. But he doesn't have a podcast. He had to. So I guess I win. I'm better than him. Anyway, he also had a baby and they had like a sleeping schedule with his wife. And he found this, um, the anchor. I think he was using the Bose, whatever. Bose has like, let me explain. Earpo- you cannot sleep with AirPods. Like, they're too clunky, chunky, like this thing. Like, you put it in your ear, and then it sticks out when you put your hand on the head on the pillow. You cannot actually sleep properly on, on, on the side. So I tried with the AirPods, but it's not possible. They're uncomfortable. And then I see Matt Diavella and he didn't talk much about it, but I'm like, this fucker is sleeping with some special... And I'm like, I know about all the tech equipment. I know all the tech thingies. How come I miss the fact that there's, like what are they called, the, um, the thingies for noise cancellation at, and earplugs, I didn't know they're fancy earplugs that are, you know, like headphones, so I found this Anchor Sleep A10, and basically, you put them, and they go flat on your ears, so you can lay your hand on the pillow, and you can also play music, you can play white noise, and they even connect to Bluetooth, these Anchor ones, not the Bose ones, the Bose ones were discontinued, so the Anchor ones, they, you can even pair them, like sometimes, like it happened honestly three times so far, I paired them to the TV, but I don't want to disturb anyone. I just want to listen to a show while I fall asleep, but that happened three times. I don't fall asleep with a show. So they're really nice because I go to bed at night, I put them in and then you just double tap one of them and it starts uh, playing white noise. So the white noise mostly blocks, you know, the baby babbling and talking. If if there's crying, you're going to hear it. She rarely cries at night, that's good. But it, it, it blocks most of the sounds. So blocking the light, blocking the sounds, and you can actually sleep fine at night mostly, except on Friday. Wow, we got back to Friday, man. I was planning to talk about something else, but tangents or tangents or tangents, we got here. So on Friday, she had some stomach issues and she was crying a lot and I couldn't I couldn't sleep. I also felt guilty. You know, you just lay your hand on a pillow. You, you feel guilty. Like, and you're trying, like you're trying to help, like compressing the legs this and that, like my wife doing all the things. And you feel so helpless. Like you feel sad for this creature and you cannot help her much. Then she fell asleep. It was fine. But I woke up on Saturday, like a freaking train hit me. I don't remember the last time I was that freaking tired. I also stayed late. So it's my fault that I didn't go to bed on time. I stayed late. I wake up like a train hit me and I couldn't do anything, dude. Like all of my habits, like all the greenery, all the red things that you see here is because I couldn't. I just like, I barely made it through the day. I'm happy that I ate healthy. At the end of the day, I went for a walk. It was snowy as fuck. Like the weather was horrible. But somehow I mustered the strength at the end of the day. I had a large coffee during the day and I went for a one hour walk. So I completed my 10,000 steps. I completed my fasting. I was eating super clean. Um, like we had over guests, my sister, brother-in-law and my lovely, lovely, tiny, cuddly niece. They were over for the entire weekend and th- th- they were eating all sorts of things. But it's like, I don't I don't even find it hard. Like it's like I have some switch in my head when I say, and this works because I promised it to my daughter. So some of the promises I wrote in that tiny book work. Some of them don't, I'm going to explain. But when I have something like that, it's like a switch off and people can literally pour whatever they want in front of me. They can eat whatever they want and I don't even get like, you know, I don't even think about what are they eating. I just mind my own business. I was eating the most bland vegetables with some buckwheat oats, with some like plain old chicken breast. It was horrible. But for a moment, I didn't think like, damn, it would be good to have fries. I just finished my thing and I was like, well, this is sad. I'm sad, but what are you gonna do? So overall, bad weekend. As you can see, the habits, horrible Saturday, Sunday, but I was maintaining my walking. I was maintaining No alcohol, no soda, juice, bread, no fast food, 10,000 steps, um, one hour walk, filling the activity rings. Uh, I started drinking green tea. For me, it was just a switch in the morning. Like because I mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast, like I'm failing, failing, failing. Instead of uh, drinking decaf in the morning, I switched to green tea. So hopefully that's going to stay. As you can see, there's a new habit here called hang on a bar. I hate that I'm adding more habits to my life, but I saw a YouTube video today. The YouTube algorithm blessed me today. Uh, with um, this video saying why humans should hang more on a bar, and your boy has shoulder issues since the first time I went to the gym. That was like, oh boy, like 2010, I want to say 2011. I started going to the gym, and you know, the first time you go to the gym, you feel too strong. You start progressing with weights and everything, and we were we were idiots basically. No trainer, no training program. We we're just like go oh, through a massive, small program. Let's do it: biceps, triceps and I pushed myself way too much on the shoulder, and I got a shoulder injury that, to this day, my shoulders are kind of fucked. Some trainer explained it to me like, you weren't working out the back of your shoulders, you were only focusing on the front, so you screwed it up, whatever. Um, what was it talking about? The shoulder issues, the gym, hanging on a bar. So this video said, um, if you start hanging on a bar, and if you were, like, they had some statistic that um, there was some doctor who was supposed to perform surgeries, and the lazy fuck, instead of performing the surgeries, told the people to hang on a bar. <laughs> that's fucking, what an asshole, dude. Just imagine you feel like, oh, dude, I fucked up my shoulder, it hurts. And he's like, well, go hang on a bar. Slams the door in your face. But that's what he did. And it turned out after hanging on a bar daily, 90% of his patients didn't have the need to to, to do the, the shoulder surgery, which is mind-blowing. So this video, maybe I'll link it. I'm lazy. If you bother me in the comments, I'll link it. Um, Mention about all the benefits of hanging on a bar. And one of them was fixing the shoulder, improving the posture, relaxing the muscles, blah, blah, blah. Start with a couple of minutes per day, however long you can do it. And I have a bar in the freaking gym. I'm going to try to start doing it every day as much as I'm doing the plank every day. But it's on, like, even though you see most of my habits are red some days, like I still, I was thinking of deleting them. I'm like, dude, why do you have this night routine of brain dump and skincare and whatever if you don't do it? I don't want to forget about these things. I want them to be red. I want to be reminded that these things are important. I want to do them. Um, Why am I not doing them? So, I don't want to delete them. And I'm going to start hanging on this bar soon. So, let's jump to, I think that's what that was. Uh, that was week weekend. Let's jump to today. So, my uh, sister, brother in law, and the knees were, were still here in the morning. So, I, I felt, you know, I, I first went and I was like, guys, I'm going to work. I'm going to go downstairs and work. But, God, I love my knees so much, dude. I cannot explain. The love that I have for my daughter and my knees is changing my life. I say I'm saying knees like I love my freaking knees on on the legs. My knees. I don't know how to pronounce certain words. My English English is not my primary language. You dick. Someone was like, "Oh, you're not pronouncing treadmill wrong," like I know it's called t- treadmill. I'm just calling it a treadmill, and it's 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 a habit. So I love my knees knees. Fuck it, I love my left knee so much that this morning I I went downstairs to work and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just let just have some breakfast and I want to spend time with my knees before they go. It's so weird when you now imagine just spending time with my knees. Like I'm hugging my knee upstairs like an idiot. But but yeah, they were still here. And I was saying wait, I'm just going to call her by name with Yovana instead of just, you know, using knees. And okay, this is just... just just Fuck it, I'll just skip to another story. It was 12 a.m. And 12 a.m. It wasn't 12 a.m. It's, I always confuse 12 p.m. and a.m. Like when it's noon, I don't know if it's a.m. or p.m. It was 12 p.m. And I felt... I just felt bad today. I felt like I'm not g- getting enough rest. I was still game. I, I, I stayed up last night. What was I doing? Oh, yeah. Anytime they come over here, we watch, uh, we watch like the babies go to sleep. We have two camera monitors in front of us. Like I'm holding uh, my phone and my wife's phone. And then I'm looking at my baby. And then my knees, <laughs> my left knee, my knees, Yovana. And we're looking at them as they sleep while we go in the cinema room and they grab the, the, the assholes that they are. They're not because I don't care, but they, they grab giants buckets of popcorn, all of them. They fill them with M&Ms inside. And your boy was just sitting there fasting, thinking about this whiteboard that I'm gonna get here, baby. I'm gonna get 85. I don't care if they eat this or that. So we stayed doing that. And then around I don't know 11:30, everyone goes to bed. Your boy stays because he's a moron. I was playing this annoying game called Slade Aspire. Don't install this game if you like. If you don't like card games, you won't even like it. But like card games, it's. I mean, you play it digitally. I play it on a Steam Deck. But let me. Oh God, tangents on tangents on tangents. A game has never pissed me off this much in my life. First of all, it's super hard. So you try to progress through like act one. You go and you beat enemies like game by game by game. And you progress, you get more cards, more cards. And you beat the final boss. And if you do it, you go to act two. So for a while, I couldn't even get to act two. So I got to act two a while ago. I couldn't complete act two because it was very hard. And at some point, I got so good at the cards or maybe it was luck or whatever. I beat act two. I go to act three, and I'm like, there's no freaking way I'm going to beat both of them in once." I go to act three, and I beat, like, I'm fighting with the final boss. He had 300 health points. He goes down to zero. I go down to eight, and I'm like, fuck, I won. Couple of question marks appear on his head. The fucker goes back to 300. I wanted to take the steam deck and call it slam deck and just slam it from my knees. Actually, my left knee this time. Because I got so pissed, I didn't want to play the game for, for weeks. I haven't touched the game. But yesterday, naturally, everyone goes to sleep. I go to the toilet, guess what's there? The Steam Deck, the greatest device invented for gaming on the toilet. Because when you become a parent and there's a shit ton of things to do, the only free time you're going to get in the day is on the toilet, so you might invest in a good gaming setup, right? Which is the Steam Deck. So I go there, I start playing, my legs went freaking numb. Like I, and I, I don't even, I think the battery died at some point and I didn't beat the final boss. But I stayed late and it ruined my freaking day. And today I feel like I hate when I feel like this, dude. It's like I'm running on on 12% battery and I'm breaking my no coffee rule. I don't think I've checked that today. So let me make sure. I think by habit, I'm checking no coffee. No, I failed that today. So I failed no coffee today and I even made it stronger. It didn't freaking work. It just didn't work. So I have to learn the lesson that the day ends around 10, 1030. And no, you cannot stay around 1, 2 a.m. playing Slay Aspire. The good news is the Steam Deck charged this morning. And on the toilet, your boy has slain the Ah, <laughs> oh, This is fucking weird. But I've never been this proud of a gaming accomplishment in my life. Dude, when I beat Act 3, and it was the end of the game. I thought this was going to be Act 4. I'm never playing that shit again ever in my life. Anyway, so today was well, was hard because I started working at, at 12 p.m. And the worst part, and the thing that I wanted to talk about today, one of the things is I didn't have blockers installed um, as I mentioned, you know, this YOLO thing, like there's this trickery. I don't know how to explain it. When you have Twitter unblocked, which I don't have on this computer, I told you my password was locked away. I was checking it five, six times per day, only five minute intervals. Suddenly I found myself logged in constantly on Twitter, having YouTube. Those, those are the two culprits. I don't need our websites. So the pattern I got myself into is open YouTube, open a couple of tabs, go to a video, play it on 3x speed just skip around, close it, go to another tab, get bored, open Twitter, scroll for a while, get bored, go back to YouTube. And no matter how strong you think you are, no matter how much you think like, oh, I got this, like I got my habits in, you know, in order and like no one can stop me and yada, yada, yada. um, It takes two days. It takes two days for all these bad habits to come back. And I was suddenly cooked and I couldn't do shit until, I don't know, I think 3 p.m. is when I decided, 3.30 p.m., that I haven't done anything. I was planning to record a course. I was planning to keep my promises. I made a promise to my daughter. I wrote it in a little book that I'm going to record a course. Let me talk about that. I think I overdid it. To be honest, 100%, like the first promise worked because I promised her I'm not going to eat sweets because it's not fair. The baby shouldn't eat sweets until she's two years old. I'm not going to be the dick. And I wanted to be a healthier version. Like I wanted to be a healthy father and basically be there for her and not be a piece of shit who's gonna eat junk and poison his body. So that actually has something to do with promising her, right? Then what was the second thing that I wrote there? I think the second thing was about quitting Dota. And that actually has something to do because I, like, I don't wanna get this addicted person. Like I can see how Dota is ruining my life. And when you have a game that addicting, like it makes you, like that dopamine level that you get from that game, you cannot get it anywhere else with your family, just talking, eating breakfast, <laughs> not even close, dude. You're just getting... Like I felt agitated. I felt like, oh, like I want all of this to end, like whatever is the activity. I go back on the computer and play. So I would play, stay through the night sometimes, and it was horrible. So it made sense that I promised her I'm not going to play this anymore until 2025. I don't know why I said that because maybe deep down within me, I don't want to see forever. I know that promising something forever is not going to work. So I said, oh, fuck it, I'll make it for one year. So that kind of worked. And then I went the next day and I started using this, you know, the letters to my daughter as a freaking genie, you know, as if she's going to be like, okay, I'm going to grant you seven wishes. So I went and, and wrote, I'm going to record the course for three hours and I'm going to code for four hours. And it's almost like I could see in Invisible Ink My daughter saying, I'll give a shit. Get your shit together. You're 32. You're not a kid. You know, <laughs> don't have a diary. This is weird. So I think because I over promised too many things, I started getting conv- like I literally opened up the fridge and I'm like. Did I promise her that I can't eat potatoes? Like it's I got it it's gotten to a point that's weird. And honestly, in these last two weeks I promised the strength training and blah blah blah. And I haven't done a bunch of things. So I'm like, this is not going to work. Let's just stick to the main promises and without any promises or something, try to get your schedule and shit together, my guy. So you actually record the course and you actually do the strength trainings and everything. So I think me not doing these things is basically a scheduling issue. It's not a, you know, it's not I'm gonna promise it to someone or whatever. Like I feel my my schedule is freaking hectic. Um, cacti call it like as you can see. Like, I hope when I look back and I'm at episode 100, I'm gonna go back to these episodes because, of course, I'm listening to my old old podcast. And you're like, but you wouldn't listen to old episodes. This is the only thing I want to listen to from now on. So, when I'm gonna hit episode 100, I'm gonna go back to episode one and just re listen. And hopefully, I'm gonna laugh at this freaking idiot who is building a habits, routines, tasks, planner app. And he cannot get his shit together. It's annoying at this point. It's really, really annoying. So let me talk about the blocker for a second. I'm using Cold Turkey Blocker. That's the name of the app. So they have Cold Turkey Blocker. They have Cold Turkey Rider. And they have, hey, hey guy, whoever's making this, you have way too many cold turkey things, okay? Make it one, put it under an umbrella subscription or whatever, you're making too many turkeys. They're gonna be slain on Thanksgiving. So worst name ever. Cold Turkey Blocker is saving my life on the other hand. So... Um, I reinstalled Cold Turkey Blocker and I think I made, there's like a thing, I think I mentioned it called Frozen Turkey, which locks your computer, which I should ironically turn off right now because I screwed up today's schedule. I screwed it up. When, when I have scheduled this, let me tell you, 9.30. So if my computer locked in the middle of this podcast, I would have been so pissed because after this, I have to extract the audio file. I have to improve the audio. I have to upload the video and YouTube is blocked. And I'm probably going to take 20 minutes to build a little app to make like a YouTube upload studio builder that I wanted to build for a while. So today my schedule is not going to to be fixed, but at least I installed this app and it's like, I'm going to try to go to YouTube one time and it's blocked. Twitter one time it's blocked. YouTube one more time it's blocked. And then I can finally be like, okay, now you can work. I admire people so much. If you can work without a blocker on your computer, like you can stay logged in on Twitter and YouTube and Reddit and whatever. You can just close the tab and start working and be focused, you're a god to me, I swear to God. If you can do this, like, I I don't get it. Even if I start a task, like, 10 minutes later, something gets hard, I'll just, immediately, my brain goes, caps lock G, opens the browser, type in TW, enter, and I'm on Twitter, I don't even know how. So only when I installed the blocker, I finally started working. And today, I think I recorded the course for, like, one hour, I cleaned up a couple of emails, saw some messages on Slack, and that was it. I didn't have a productive, productive day at all. I'm ashamed to show you my Pomodoros or whatever. I haven't even shared that. I'm still going to share. Here's the screen. Pomodoros are one hour and 57 minutes. And I think today this is actually correct. This is all the time that I I work today. I didn't mention the food. As you can see, I don't want to list all of the things because this podcast is going to be too long. If you're watching on the video one, you can pause. As you can see, my food score is 100%. And speaking of tangents on tangents about food score and food tracking, I hated food tracking apps. I in in Benji you can actually track your calories and other shit, but I made it configurable so it asks you what do you want to log. So I don't want it because food logging is so tedious. For now, I only have thumbs up and thumbs down. So when I log some food, I'm like, I ate this, and it just asks me, Was this aligned with your goals? Yes or no? Nothing else. Previously, I had way too many things like why did you eat, tracking the macros, food portion size, meal type, healthiness. So when I wanted to log food, it seemed like I'm applying for a visa for USA. Like there's so many questions here that I wasn't even doing. Like this might be useful if you're consistently tracking your food, but I wasn't. So I just made it this simple. Like give me the food name and not even the time. Sometimes I don't even want the time. Like I just want one question. This is the question. What did you eat and was it good or bad? And I want to see the scores on a level of like, you know, uh, week, month, whatever. So let's just go back the three days. As you can see, everything is super healthy. I'm staying in 100% green. So that's great. Pomodoro's super bad today. Uh, what else am I showing you in Benji? The weight is 96.3 so maybe tomorrow we're gonna see 95 because I've been eating clean. Fasting is going great. We can continue talking. I have no idea what was it telling you. Yeah, Pomodoros not even working a lot today. So I worked a little bit and you know I I, I wanted to spend time with my daughter. So I was like you're not gonna prioritize the course and then the other shit like I, I spent some time with her before bed and now I'm here recording this shit. And wondering, like before before I did this, I'm like, when are you gonna fix your freaking calendar? When I had a boss back in the day, I thought, oh man, only if I don't have a boss, I'm gonna get my shit together. Then I started freelancing, still had a boss, but I was more flexible. I was like, Oh man, if only this client weren't telling me what to do and when to do, it, and we don't have any meetings, I'm gonna get my shit together. Then I quit everything. I started doing workshops. I was my own boss for probably the last eight, nine years. I'm my own boss, and I still haven't gotten my shit together. So I cannot blame him on my dog. I cannot blame it on the boss. I cannot blame it on the baby. I cannot blame it on my wife. I have an empty planner. If you're dreaming on an empty calendar, it's not going to fix your shit. Like planning your time is so freaking hard. I was talking about the blockers. Let me just finish that before we go to the planner. Um, when you have Twitter and YouTube and all these things, and you're just replying to people and you're answering to DMs and you're doing this and that, um, it, it, it's like it's, it's tricking you into thinking that that's productive work. So you You might waste most of your day on your computer and you might get this false feeling of, oh yeah, but I was doing shit. I was networking. I was this and that. So I just realized, dude, this is not work. Like five minutes, every hour, it's enough for you to answer every DM, reply to every person, scroll a little bit to the Twitter homepage and then it closes itself and that's done. So it like tricks you that you're doing something productive. And I don't know how many people are stuck into this cycle that they were productive in quotes, right? When actually they were just wasting time, quotes, socializing. It's just bullshit. Um, I, 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 heard this, um, before we go to the schedule, Alex Hormoz's video on, um, he had something like fuck your morning routine or whatever. So there was, he had a story of, uh, someone had a uh, message him like, Hey man, I hired this fitness guru, no, this productivity fitness guru, whatever. And he like to, to, to try to fix my work and habits and a bunch of other things. And he prescribed to me like a, th- not three hour, but a very long morning routine when I have to do Um, a walk and a cold plunge and a sauna and writing in a journal and deep breathing and gratitude, whatever. And by the end of that routine, I just feel exhausted and I feel um, like I cannot, like I don't have the energy to actually start doing work. So Alex told him, let me prescribe you something better. Instead of all of the time you spend on a morning routine, spend three hours in the morning immediately working. And this guy months later just replied, thank you, you fixed my life. So I've been always torn, now let's tie back to the schedule, between these two things. I've been in both places. I've been in a place where I wake up and right now I'm not doing that long morning routine. My my morning routine is play Steam Deck on the toilet, brush my teeth and go on the computer, grab this big ass Stanley cup. I hate that there. it's a trend right now. Uh, and, and go on the computer. So sometimes, it, depending on the weather, I would also walk my dog. But previously I had the meditation and the working out and by the time you get to work, like you're really a little bit, not a little bit. Sometimes you're very tired from everything you've done and you're not going to give your 100% at work. And I also, had the, the, I also had times where I would wake up, make a couple, of cu- couple cup of coffee, sometimes decaf, sometimes back in the day, normal coffee, grab water and just go on the computer. And some of, some of those were, they were some of the most productive times that I had in my life. So when you listen to this advice and one day you see me crushing my morning routine for an hour and a half, In order to get here to this financial level, business level, whatever, I had to have many, many mornings where there was no such thing as a morning routine. It was just coffee, water, work for a long time. There was no work-life balance. And I think people confuse these things, you know, you see a person how they act now and you think like, oh, so that's how they got to X, Y, Z in their life. I also got to do cold plunge. So you're freezing your fucking ass off in a river for hour and a half because I don't know, David Goggins told you, told you to do it. And back in the day, I wasn't doing that was opening a laptop. I don't know, David Goggins was running and typing on a laptop. I don't know what he was doing, but you get my point. Like you can easily confuse the two. Anyway, back to my freaking schedule. So I get this like wave of helplessness. I don't know how to call it. So I'm gonna screen share again here and we're just gonna walk you to my planner. I was trying to fix it today. I was like, okay, this doesn't work anymore. We gotta get it together, man. So I set an alarm for tomorrow because there's no way to you know plan your day without an alarm. And this is what my attempts this is just an attempt. I just quit in the middle of it. Maybe I'll fix it. It was just an attempt. I'm like, I cannot. It's just too much, man. Like I, I don't know how to structure things. Maybe AI can help here. Maybe Benji's going to have a little AI thingy that helps you, but I just got blocked. So let's say 7 to 7.30 is morning routine. So uh, these routines, when you plan them on the Benji planner, uh, they're actually tied to the routines that you define in the routines tab. So if I add more items to my morning routine, this calendar event, this planner event is going to get bigger or smaller based on the uh, things that I have in this routine. So it's not just 30 minutes based on an estimate. It's actual items that I do each morning. So this gets all fucked up if I wake up 15 minutes later. Like it all goes to shit, right? Like I want to add an option in Benji, something like I woke up late, just move my entire day, except the unmovable events. I want to have a thing like, is an event movable or unmovable? And then you move your entire day and you still try to finish as you plan it. Because most days you wake up a little bit later and you're, you're basically screwed. So the ideal plan would be 7 to 7.30 morning routine, then walk and dry Benji. Now I hate optional might be events. So this is an optional might be event. It might be pouring outside rain and then, you know, I don't have something to put in place. Like I cannot move my day around and I'll just get stuck and I'll start procrastinating and then my day is fucked. So I hate that this might happen or it might not happen or he might not feel like walking or it might be freezing outside. Well, let's say it's gonna happen. 7.30 to 8, walking and drying Benji. Then from 8 to 9, we have focused coding and walking, because I said, uh, when I hop on the treadmill, I get, I don't know what to do. So I said, I'm gonna code and walk. I'm not gonna do emails, I'm not gonna do taxes. I'm gonna, fuck, I'm late on my taxes again this month. MJ, my assistant, hasn't started working. And I said, I'm not gonna do my taxes alone. I mean, my accountant is doing the taxes, but I need to prepare all the documents and shit. So this month, I don't care if I'm late until MJ starts working, I'm not gonna do my taxes. So focus coding and walking until nine. And then on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we have strength training for exactly 30 minutes. That's how long are my trainings for now? And I'm I'm happy with them. I don't want to make them longer because I want to keep the walking every day. So then we have on some days we have like as you can see the clash here. Shower, getting dressed, blah blah blah. I already don't like the thing that I'm starting work around 9, 10. Like this is killing me. But I cannot have it any other way, man. Like when I do work in the morning, I'm like oh I don't I feel groggy. I haven't done my workout. When I do workout in the morning, I'm like no I'm tired for the workout. I don't want to do work. Fuck. What do I do? Let me know in the comments. What would you do? in this case. Like, I don't know how to fix this. So I just left it I'm like, oh, let's just pretend whatever. Then we have empty block 945. On some days it's work. On some days it's like random. Breakfast, I'm going to try to have it fixed as 1030 to 1045. Let's see. And then I have this fairy tale of an event, which is not going to happen. It's called check Twitter, Slack, and Discord from 1045 to 11. Dude, you're not going to do it at that time. Just deal with yourself that you're not going to have this fancy scheduled block where you mindfully check Twitter and Discord. It's just going to be at a random time of the day. But I even think they're blocked until 11, so that's my first clash, you know. If they unblock at 11, I'm gonna check them at 11, and guess what, at 11, I have recording the course. So I have recording the course, clashing with my checking on Twitter, but let's say I'm gonna check them for five minutes, right? Then I have this event, um, zero to ship, like working on the course from 11, and this should have been working from 11 to two o'clock every day. So three hours of recording the course, I get that done in the day, and then we have another clashing event Like I don't know what is this. These are midday tasks. Do you know those tasks where like, if you plan them after work at 4 p.m., the person doesn't work. You cannot call the business. They're closed. So I was like, I got to have a block in the middle of the day to do this. I call them midday tasks, which you cannot do after work. You cannot do them after lunch. By 5 p.m., 6 p.m., a business might be closed and you're screwed. So this is, again, in the middle of recording my course. I don't know how to structure my day. I'm struggling. Then we have another clashing event, which cannot happen. It's called family walk. It's the idea is we take our daughter, me and my wife, and we go, out, we go for 45 minutes for a family walk. But I'll be exhausted. Like I'll have one hour of walking in the morning and then almost one hour of family walking in the afternoon. It's like too much. And in the middle, I'm trying to do work. So this is another fairytale event that it's not, it's not going to happen. So I have this option in Benji and maybe I'm going to mark it that way. You can mark something as like not confirmed yet. So I'm going to mark this as not confirmed. It's going to make it with opacity. So this is not confirmed that it's going to happen yet. And then I have a blank space like I'm Taylor Swift, like there's nothing here. Then I have work for one hour, what work? I'm not specific enough. Am I gonna code? Am I gonna stream? Am I gonna do emails? Like when in my day, I'm gonna actually clean the inbox and answer to customers and do emails. Like there's so many open questions when you're designing a schedule that I get overwhelmed and I'm like, oh, and I just stop. And tomorrow just, it's a random day. Repeat, 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 repeat. It just doesn't end. Then we have lunch for 30 minutes, family time for 30 minutes. And then we have, (laughs) oh, kill me. Then we have tasks of the day for one hour and 30 minutes. Because you see this? To do's that it says here, 33, dude. I don't even know what's there. I'm late on bills. I'm late on so many things. There's things that need to be done for my dog in the house. There are things piling up and I don't find time to do them anymore. Right now it's 9.30 almost and I haven't done my walk for the day. So everything is hectic. Everything is chaotic. So I said, I'm going to do one and a half hour of tasks every day from 5 to 6.30. Although it's not going to happen. Do you sometimes design your schedule knowing it's not going to happen? Because it's every day for me is like this. Like you plan something and then the next day you do something else. It's killing me. Especially because I spent one year building this tool. And it's not helping me. So then we have family time for one hour to spend as much time as I can with my daughter before she goes to sleep. Then my wife is trying to uh, put her to sleep. Starts from 7.30. Usually she goes to sleep around eight thirty nine. 9.00. The baby falls asleep. Meanwhile, I do evening routine. I help. With a bunch of things in the bedroom, preparing the room, like filling up diapers, cleaning the trash bin and a bunch of other things. And then uh, from 7.45 to 8.45, I record this podcast. As you can see, I already moved it today because today is an exception. I started late. Let's see tomorrow. Maybe the day is going to happen. The, the, the thing is, today I'm going to stay late. Tomorrow I'm going to skip the alarm. Tomorrow I'm going to stay late and it's a cycle and I cannot get out of it. 40 minutes into this podcast and there's no solution. Please, in the comments, please send help, send me to a person, a guru, a hack, a book, a video, something to get my schedule right. I have to implement AI. Only AI can fix me. And then you have a look at here. We have record podcast. What happens next? Nobody knows tomorrow. So here I have to have exact events like uploading it to YouTube, five, 10 minutes until MJ does it, right? Like even when MJ does it, I, I need to coordinate. Like I think we're going to be in different time zones. So if I recorded this at this time at night, either it's going to have to be uploaded the next day, or I think that's the that's the only solution. So the podcast is going to be uploaded Tuesday to Saturday because the Monday one will be uploaded Tuesday morning by MJ. I don't want to deal with the YouTube and the thumbnail and the podcast and the MP3. Like This will easily take 30 more minutes after I'm done with recording this and I don't have that time bandwidth in my life to do one-hour podcast and then 30 minutes of just uploading and scheduling tweets and a bunch of other shit. So hopefully MJ will do that. Ideally from 9.30 to 10 o'clock, I'm, I'm going to do my night routine, like journaling, brain dumping, skincare, whatever else I need to do. and going to be in bed by 10.30 PM. Like Now this is a dream, right? It's a dream. And even in this dream, there's a bunch of things that I'm missing in my day. So I get overwhelmed. I get panicked. I'm like, days will never be structured. And I'm just waiting for my daughter to grow up a tiny bit more. And just like sometimes she's shitting all over us when we change the diapers, she's going to shit all over the schedule because it's going to be So random. Dude, if you think for a second, I'll be in the middle of an event and my daughter goes like, Dada, can we do? I drop everything. I drop everything. If she says, Dada, can we do A, B, and C? Yes, Dada will do A, B, and C and we'll be there for you because this is fucking pointless, all this shit. So I think then I'm going to try to invent, I think the final solution here is to invent some, like this is a feature that I wanted to add in Benji for so long. Like planners are too structured and they're like like from 9 a.m. for 12 minutes for whatever. To invent some sort of freestyle calendar, how to call it, we have like fixed events, like you have a dentist appointment that has to happen at 9.30 a.m. But then the rest of the canvas is like freestyle and you don't have exact times, but you just, (laughs) this is a fantasy. You just move things magically around, but they have to fit. I don't know, I give up. It's too scary to think about calendars and planners. Maybe, hopefully by episode 240, with your ideas, with you chiming in, we're going to freaking we're going to freaking fix this. God damn it, man. We didn't get to talk about CO2 and Stanley cups and, and ice cream makers and a bunch of other shit. But I'll, I'll mention this here because it kind of fits the theme. I saw this guy. I don't watch web devs on YouTube because like, I don't find web dev that interesting anymore, to be honest. I found my stack. I'm only using my stack to ship value to my users. And I don't know if people use whatever drizzles and a bunch of other shit that's popular right now. So I found this, like, in my algorithm, I saw this web dev Cody guy talking about how he produces content. So I think the algorithm recommended him because of, I'm interested in time management and planning, but not web development. And he said, like, I'm watching his schedule and how does he do things. And he said he's recording an episode, and he has 240,000 subscribers. And he said, I'm doing all of this after my kids go to sleep. So he's doing the recording and the editing and a bunch of things after 10 p.m. And he also mentioned that he cares for a sick wife. And man, sometimes you need to listen to people like this in order to be like to like I felt like I'm whining too much, honestly. Like the strength you gotta have, husband, to take care of a sick wife, to take care of two kids, and not to dump your YouTube channel and to be like, fuck, what am I even doing this for? And to do it after 10 p.m. after you cooked, you cleaned, you did a bunch of other shit. So massive, massive respect to this guy, Webdev Cody. I think that was his name. Super inspiring. Like I need more examples like this to pile in my brain to stop, you know, to stop, I don't know, whining about things. we be like, oh no, I did too much work today. It was four hours and 45 minutes, but I was planning to go on my mindfulness beauty walk. Shut up, dude, shut up. So super inspired. Shout out to Web Dev Cody for inspiring me. This inspiration is always gonna last for three days, then it's gonna be gone, you know. I think I talked about most of the things that I wanted to talk about today. Um, I think we mentioned everything that I wanted to mention about how things are going. You saw the habits going red. Let's just end up, you can drop off here if you want, but I'm gonna talk about books, movies, games. This is gonna be a super quick segment and then I'm gonna let you go move on with your day. We have 44 minutes. So current book, I haven't changed that. Current movie, haven't watched anything new. TV show, we're watching when my sister and brother-in-law come over. Uh, we watch Locky Lo- Lo- and Key on Netflix and so far it's, it's interesting. I wouldn't put it in my top, I don't know, 10 shows or 20 shows or even 50 shows, but it's an interesting show. It's made from a comic. Um, similar to Stranger Things, blah, 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 vibes. Watching that right now, only with them. Uh, We're watching, I'm a huge Marvel fan. My brother-in-law is a Marvel fan. My sister is a Marvel fan-ish. My wife is a Marvel fan because I forced her to rewatch it with me. So me and my brother-in-law started What If? And I ignored this Marvel show for so long, but it was better than the last 30 Marvel movies. Like after Infinity War until the last movie, all the movies were so-so, right? What If? is an amazing show. It flew under my radar. I don't know why I wasn't watching it. We binged the two seasons. I Haven't watched the final episode, so don't spoil it. Definitely, hundred percent recommended to you if you're a Marvel fan. If you're not, like the things are, you know, gonna to be too weird for you. So don't watch that. I started a new show, the Marvel show Echo. Not sure how it's gonna go because I haven't finished Daredevil. So this, I'm saying this, and they're just tasks in my head. I'm like, I'm gonna carve time in the day so when I watch a show by myself, I'm gonna finish Daredevil and then finish Echo. These are just fantasies. They're not going to happen. Did you see anywhere in my schedule? Did you see a blog called Fun Time? Did you see a blog called Kids a Time? No. So anytime I say I want to watch more movies, I want to do... Well, actually, Saturday and Sunday are kind of free for me. So we did a bunch of content on Saturday and Sunday. But I guess it's kind of sad that during the week, you do like from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., you basically just do things, but you don't have any fun. I mean, spending time with my daughter, of course, is fun but I still mean, you know, just something like a board game, a movie or show, gaming, whatever. I can't wait uh, for her to grow up a little bit at least so we can do like, she can do her tiny Lego blocks and I can do my adult Lego blocks so I can merge my interest with her interest because I think my adult interests overlap a lot with baby and child interests. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it, it is what it is. But for now, Monday to Friday, I don't have a me time. Like I literally don't have a, you know, I don't count strength training and sauna and whatever. Like you count, it's, interesting, but it's something that you need to do in order to feel better and to live longer and to be healthier and yada yada. yada. So I wouldn't call it fun time. Oh, I was boiling in the sauna. It was so freaking fun. So anyway, the number one show I can recommend to you, you're going to laugh your ass off if you love comedies. This is like definitely in, in my top five, ah, top seven comedies ever. Dave by Lil Dicky. When my wife told me like a couple of years ago, she was like, "Oh, listen to this song from Lil Dicky. I'm like, what the f- what's wrong with the world? We had Lil Wayne, we have Lil Zane, we have all of these Lils. Now we got to Lil Dicky, who is this clown idiot. So I just dismissed him a couple of years ago. And now, like I see this show, I think it's on Disney Plus, but also on a bunch of other services called Dave. And I'm like, one day I was just like, I don't want to watch any of my shows. Let's play Dave. I laughed my ass off. Lil Dicky, he hilarious. The show Dave is deep. It reminds me of Master of None, one of my favorite comedy shows. And like, it's deep and it's funny. And it's amazing. So I started listening to this guy. He has one album out and a couple of, you know, mixtapes. He's an amazing rapper. He's a comedy rapper. So half of the album is like him making jokes. The jokes are like stand-up comedian quality. But he's also a very good rapper. Like he would throw in a serious song and you're like, God damn, this guy can rap. So the show was amazing. He's releasing his new album soon. I can't wait. It's called Peanut, like with a T-H at the end. And if you told me, dude, that at 2024, when I'm 32 years old, I wouldn't, I, I can't wait for a rapper named Lil Dicky to release his album, Peanut. Like the world is definitely losing their freaking minds. Just saying this out loud sounds ridiculous, but get, give the show a try. Just one watch one episode. If you're a fan of rap, definitely listen to a couple of songs and and let me know what you think. The guys freaking hilarious love the thing. I guess that's it. I guess the thing I'm gonna leave you with is go follow me in a bunch of places. In the description, we have Discord, Twitter, A bunch of other links. I'm too lazy to name them all. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a comment. Leave a donut. If you watch this until the end and you were planning to leave a comment, prefix it with a donut. I prefer the donut ones. I love you guys more. Like I keep refreshing this app. I installed the, uh, what is it called? That's my new addiction. The the YouTube studio. I keep refreshing it. And when I see new comments and I have donuts, I really love you guys. Thank you for listening to these rambles. It's really therapeutic at the end of the day to just let all these things out and definitely go watch Dave and let me know what you think. Who's the singer of Chandelier? See ya in the next one.